what's a black Christmas mo- movie? You, you know when you see it. <laughs> okay, are there black Christmas movies that I just don't know about? Yeah, exactly. I'm very, I'm very intrigued on what black Christmas movies you have seen, Bo, and what they are. Let me do two minutes of research before I get canceled by Dr. Fox. <laughs> Yo, yo, what's up? Welcome back. I am Bo Allen. My friends call me the Butter King, seven-year NFL vet, alma mater, Wisconsin. Go Badgers! And I'm Nate Collins, a.k.a. Dr. Facts. Four years in the league, and my alma mater is the UVA Cavaliers. Wahoo, wah. Wahoo, wah. Wake up, Facts. We got a big show today, man. Yeah, and speaking of UVA, my tour talk is going to Squid Games The Challenge, bro. If you have not watched this show, it's what if you've seen the series that came out on Netflix, it was a huge hit, like took everyone by storm, and lo and behold, they made the real game happen where there's actual human beings. It's not the real game, competing. facts. They're not killing these people, okay? It's not no, real. No, they're not. They're not. It's not the full, full game, but $4.5 million, it's up for grabs. And um, when this show, our show comes out, it will be the finale. So I'm really excited for it because there is this little old conniving <laughs> Asian lady from Virginia who potentially might win it because she, for some reason, had like this motherly drawn to her where all the strongest competitors throughout this event have been drawn to her and then like been like quickly kicked out and i respect it but it's just funny how people act for money for for me their competitiveness is all over the place i mean you're telling me you wouldn't become a conniving little bastard for four and a half million dollars no 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 but here's the thing like for most of the people there they're not doing oh, that yeah, you gotta do they're it they're like they're crying about these people they met for a week oh my god they're gonna get voted out <laughs> like are you guys crazy but i'm torqued to see how this show finishes off and you if you haven't seen it check it yeah, out i'm gonna have to check that out facts <laughs> i mean four and a half million dollars Woo! i would do some bad things <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me tell you what I'm fully torqued about. I got a Steam Deck, facts. I've been gaming a lot lately, and a Steam Deck basically it uses the Steam platform to, you know, you can kind of access all of your games mobily, and it's sick. It's, I got the special edition with the OLED screen. I've been ripping a couple different, like, single-player games. Red Dead Redemption 2 is a sick game, like, one of the best games of all time, kind of like a Western shooter by Rockstar who did Grand Theft Auto. I'm going to play GTA 5 on there. GTA 6 just got announced. Basically, it's just a mobile gaming system that's, fucking elite and i'm stoked about it facts when you say mobile like it, it's like a, a like a little suitcase it's i'm like, thinking no, like, like what a oh like like a psp kind of yeah i mean it's similar to like a psp it's a switch but it's way more juiced up like it's got a really nice screen it's got a terabyte of memory um you can locally sync it to your pc so then you know your pc actually runs the games but it uh, sends it down to your Steam Deck like when you're chilling at your house couch gaming. So it's like way, way more high performing than any other kind of like mobile gaming device. It's fucking sweet, dude. <laughs> that sounds lit. Like uh, I, I kind I'm scared, but I want to kind of get back into gaming. GTA Six yeah. or yeah, that 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 trailer came yes. out and uh, it's bringing back memories back in the day. Yeah, but go kill some I don't hookers and rob them, get... bro. It's gonna be sweet. <laughs> 
I just don't know if I could get locked into game. Butter Because I just think about I think about how many hours were taken of my life with video well, games when facts. I was younger. Let me man. tell you this. All my buddies, like I have this crew of high, all my friends from high school that I play video games with. It's like how you keep in touch as men in your 30s. Yeah. Uh, probably three or four of them have kids now. And that's kind of what convinced me to get the Steam Deck because their baby is going to be napping and, and they're just on the Steam Deck or like. You know, they got the mm. kid right next to them, and they're on the Steam Deck. So, you know, mm. could be a good thing for you, buddy. Look into it. <laughs> Maybe I'll look into that for sure. Well, facts. We got a lot of football to talk about. I think we just a get lot. right the fuck into it. Have some conversations here. First, first uh, things first, man. Justice for Garnet the Goldfish. Florida State undefeated, and they are not in the college football playoffs. What the hell else are they supposed to do, man? What do you, what do you think about this? It's Virginia's fault. <laughs> nah, it's not. No, it just sucks. And like they they talk about how winning a power five and going undefeated, it holds so much weight until someone does it. And it, it, it's a year that maybe you don't like and you want to change the rules. You want to move the goalposts. And, and, and it's not fair. Like, I, I understand everyone who's upset. Like, I get it. And like, I think rightfully so. Because if the committee, we all see what you're doing, and that's fine if you want to do it, but don't spit in our face and say it's rain. Like, you know what I mean? Like, because Florida State should be in this. Regardless if if you think because their quarterback got hurt and all the circumstances that's going around with their team as of late is a reason why. And really, it's it, like another peop- person to blame or team is TCU because of last year. The Final Four, it's all about they, they want the ratings. They want the ratings and they want – they're looking out, I guess, for the uh, us as viewers. But really, they don't want people to turn off a game, a blow out when, when it comes to this final four and I think that's what they're anticipating but I don't think that is particularly fair to assume that just because one kid got hurt and you're basing it and, and you, you really probably wanted them to lose because it would have made this so much easier for you but they didn't and I, I just think it, it, it's a cop-out I, I don't like it yeah I mean I like what else do you want from these kids man like Take it from me, Bo Allen, Super Bowl 52 champion. We lost our MVP star quarterback halfway through the season, and Big Dick Nick comes in, and we won the Super Bowl backup quarterback. And Jordan, Jordan Travis had an interesting tweet that, I, I mean, I kind of actually really liked it. But he tweeted out, devastated, heartbroken, so much di- disbelief right now. I wish my leg broke earlier in the season so y'all could see this team is so much more than the quarterback. I thought results matter. 13-0, and this roster matches up across any team in those top four rankings. I'm so sorry. Go Noles. So I mean, Jordan Travis, what a guy, man! Like, talk about yeah, I know. And it's and nasty of the committee to to kind of put that strain on him because they're basically saying because you got hurt, your team does not have a chance at the national championship, and that's bullshit. Like that, I think I think that aspect right there is trash because it's just like like. Why do you? Why are you doing that to that kid? Like he feels terrible already. His season's over. And with that quote, like this, this super team player seems like a guy you will want, like running your huddle and on your team. And it, it, it's just a messy, sad situation all the way around. But it just shows the committee's true colors and 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 what they're really looking after. And I think everyone knows it's that. Money. It, it, 
Yeah, and and the root of all evil yeah. is right there, and 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 it's easy for everyone to see and now. That's the thing too. Is like okay, so I'm looking at the ACC championship game, Florida State. Obviously, since they're undefeated, they beat Louisville sixteen to six. But I think Florida State had a very specific plan here. Like they know they don't have their star quarterback. They're on their backup backup quarterback. All their, their entire plan was just protect the ball, don't turn the ball over. Uh, win this game, like win on defense because they have a pretty well-built roster. You know what I mean? So like they kind of entered this ACC championship thinking we'll play conservatively. We won't turn the ball over. We'll play good defense. We'll play complete team football, win this game, and then go to the college football playoff. And that's what they did. And then it didn't work out for them, obviously, which I think is so, so frustrating. I mean, what, what more do you want from a team? Like you tell a team. And, and like, like we're saying, we, we kind of alluded to it last episode that I was scared this would happen if Florida State did not blow out their opponent this past week. And they got the win, but they was they were going to have to win so convincingly that the powers to be would be like, oh, maybe they will get the ratings that we want. <laughs> because just like Stephen A said, no doubt, if you, I bet you a primetime Deion Sanders was the coach, they would have gotten, they wouldn't have gotten left out. And Agreed. I truly believe that also yeah. because it's, it's, it's mainly about the viewers and they want these games to be, to, to, to rival the Super Bowl and to rival all these other things that that's most likely why Alabama snuck in. Yeah. And let's, I mean, this is a good time to transition to, I think, what, what another good question is, facts. In your opinion, who got fucked more? Florida State, which I think we both can agree that they got fucked, or UGA? Because UGA isn't in either, you know? It's so interesting. It's crazy because if you want to say UGA, like, you got you to gotta lump Ohio State in there also because it, it, it's just, bro, like, you, if you want the best teams in ratings, tell me that Ohio State being somewhere in this Final Four isn't better ratings than necessarily Texas or necessarily Washington. Washington, like, yeah, like you got to put them in because of Pennick's run at the Heisman or he's going to be a top three. He's going to be there. But if you're if you're talking about the best matchups, it, it, it's just like you see in some of these games and these one if you if you're trying to quality losses like like yo ohio state lost to the best team in the country <laughs> they lost to the best team in the country not convincingly like yeah like like it wasn't a big time blowout or anything like that they played tough so that should show that they're a very very good team so it's just it, it, it it's kind of ner- like like i said it, it's nerve-wracking even talking about it because like you're you're thinking if you were in the shoes of the committee yeah this is a hard choice but Make the right choice, even if it's the hard choice. And and like everyone saying right now, we don't think they made the right choice. And it, and it ultimately, it sucks. It sucks for the kids. It sucks for the kids. Like we know how to. Like we never won national championships, but you know, if you had to run a chance for that, that that's something that sticks with you. But it sucks that this will stick with like a lot of these kids for the opposite reason. Yeah, I mean, they have a bone to pick. I think if you're, you know, a, a Georgia football player or a Florida State football player, like both of these teams are on the outside looking at the college football playoff, and I'd be furious. Interestingly enough, they're playing each other actually in the Capital One Orange Bowl at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami. It'll be Florida State currently ranked number five, like I said, on the outside looking in versus Georgia. So, I mean, the interesting thing, facts, is I think we all know that next year the college football playoff is going to the 12-team format. So, 
you know, I think this will be forgotten. All this drama will be forgotten in yeah. a year's time. And, you know, I want to take a look at what this 12-game format would look like because it seems so much more compelling to me. Even with the 12, it's not going to be as big of an uproar because it'll be like a smaller fan bases and teams that people don't care. But you're still going to be mad about who gets in at 12 to 13. Like, there's always going to be, or like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? The first couple out, there's always going to be some sort of outrage. So I think it's more now because it's so skewed. Like we're saying, it's only four teams. So you only have that. I think it's all. It's never going to be everyone's like, yeah, this is a perfect 12. Yeah. You, you, you hear yeah, what I'm saying? I, I think the, I mean, the NCAA probably likes all the drama involved too. You know what I mean? Like, it's oh, people no, talking yeah, about it. it. It's buzz. So they're probably like, you know, it's a win-win situation for them. All this drama gets, gets, I don't know, people in a fucking fervor, uproar, talking about how their team should have gotten in. But we'll see. Well, there's this graphic I'm looking at that talks about, you know, what if. Like, what if the college football bracket was under a 12-team format? What would happen? You know, you'd have the same. So you have number one, Michigan, obviously. Number two, Washington. Three, Texas. Four, Alabama. But, the you know, the, the other eight teams are very interesting. So I'll start from the bottom here. Uh, Liberty was undefeated 12. I think that's very interesting too, that they got a, you know, a January 1st bowl game being an undefeated team with a very, very weak strength of schedule. You know what I mean? Cause they talked about how Florida state has a weak strength of schedule, blah, blah, blah. I just think it's fucking bullshit. Frankly, that's kind of what I'm getting at. The Liberty cucks versus the Oregon ducks. New Year's <laughs> yeah. day. It's going to be a game. bro. <laughs> I knew you were going to, and I, and I don't, and I don't want to troll you too hard, but look, <laughs> Look, America does not think of Oregon as a football team. That's just like, not true, bro. <laughs> bro, like, why would they put them in this game? That's a slap in their Dude, face. Why is Oregon playing you're Liberty, bro? Telling me a big that time America game. doesn't like, think it, that a Pac-12 champion contender is a football team. That doesn't make any sense, bro. Why, it does not make sense. Bro, when you're picking bowl games, you would pick. Why would why would you give them? Because liberty? the committee sucks ass, bro. That's the whole topic. That's exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> Yo, like that, I just think it's funny. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, the, speaking the, the of fucking Wisconsin, got America. LSU on no, on January first. That's not a good matchup for the Badgers. Anyway, what the fuck was I even talking about? Facts. I'm God. I'm fucking rattled right now, bro. Oh, the twelve team format. I'm just I'm just gonna list these 11. off. Okay. So 12, Liberty, 11 would be Ole Miss, 10 would be Penn State, 9 would be Missouri, 8, Oregon, America's football team. Everyone loves Oregon Ducks as a football team. Fax is dead wrong for that. 7 would be Ohio State. Fuck Ohio State. I guess that's Fax's new favorite team. I got a bone to pick about that, too. 6 would be Georgia. 5 would be Florida State on the outside looking in. And then the top four we already discussed, Alabama, Texas, Washington, Michigan. Unless I heard you wrong, I'm already outraged about that 12. Because where's Iowa? Where's Iowa? Bro, no one wants to watch like, any more Iowa football, bro. It, it's not about what you want to watch. It's about the football team. Iowa is a good program. They're better than a lot of those teams on that no, list. So it's just. They're not. Yes, they no. are. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Just change it to, hey, like, you have to put fans in the stands. You have to be good. You have to have a strength of schedule. Just, just throw that all into the committee so that we can't be mad when you guys want to skew it one way or another because that's what it's showing. Dr. Facts. Because, Nate yo, Collins. Just so you know, Iowa had more punt yards than total yards of offense this season. 
beautiful. What about the punt enthusiasts out there? Like who want to see <laughs> All that? All five bro? of them. Lo- what, what, what about the betters, the under betters who love under games, bro? Like good defense. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you're talking about the best teams in football, you can't say, oh, because you win games, but you don't score points, you're not the best team. Like that's all I'm saying. And and that's what it's giving. That's what it's giving no matter how this goes. So all it does is it just sucks for programs like Iowa. Like you have to change the way you recruit. You have to do a bunch of different stuff where it's it's gonna just be different. It's just gonna be Dude, different. It's Iowa gonna be a lot got of embarrassed. You have by to have Michigan high flying. Facts. Bro, they do not deserve bro, to be. I get it. Even if we're, I get it. But it was a championship. It was the championship game, bro. It wasn't there. the regular game. There's a twelve. Play, there's a twelve team playoff format in twenty twenty. You know, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. I was not making that. I never thought I'd be in a position right. where on this podcast, you're the one who's gassing up Ohio State and Iowa, and I'm shitting all over them because I'm a Big Ten guy, but. I'm just saying in a 12 team, if you pick 12 teams and like you're going through that, like that's the type of stuff It's just like you really don't think that Iowa is better than some of those teams. Maybe like, Liberty. Just because, <laughs> ju- just because they don't score a lot of points or they, they, they play, they, they, yeah, I don't, I, they win games under 20 points. <laughs> I, I, I'm just not, I'm, I'm not buying it. It just, it just, it's just. Well, weird. so that's the thing about the, you know, obviously there's a lot of people that have bones to pick with the um, selection committee that aren't very happy with the college football format or the bowl draws, you know, for this season. And it's been really interesting to see all the different people come out of the woodwork. It's been kind of fun. I, don't, I thought it was really interesting to watch kind of the live reactions of these different teams <laughs> as they are watching the college football selection committee, like as it's, you know, being. Uh, broadcasted so like Florida State for example how deflated they were live like they had a big viewing party and yeah and then they're not or else the other one that I thought was really good Michigan I think they thought their team were they were probably mentally preparing them boys to play Florida State and then the video comes out of Michigan when they drew Alabama what'd you think of that video bro them boys bro them boys scared I don't like that I, I think I think um and I wonder if this had happened but you want live reactions, but the media team, they, they should have talked to them. <laughs> I don't like that. Like, I'm just saying, like, like, it shouldn't matter who pops up. Like, you know what I mean? We have, a ne- we have an extra game coming up. It doesn't matter who it is. But I just feel like that, that it's, it's bulletin board material. And for some of those kids, it just looks, to me as an ex-player, when you go, oh, like that, it's just like, you're kind of scared or you're worried like, oh, we want the easy way out. We want we want the team that um, America thinks we're going to blow out. So they, they might not even should be in. And that's that gives me like as a competitor, that gives me icky vibes. Like, I don't I don't like seeing that. And hopefully it does. It's not a testament to how like the team feels as a whole. But only time will tell. We're going to yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, actually, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably most excited to see the Alabama-Michigan matchup. I think that's actually going to be some good football. Yeah. Two pretty physical, good football teams. I've mentioned this before to you, facts, but I'm not sold on Jalen Milrow. And this is a debate that I think is interesting. He's a great athlete. I think he's really good with the ball in his hands as a runner. You know, outside of the miracle throw in the Iron Bowl, I don't think he's great at – throwing the ball the ball seems so awkward coming off of his you know coming out of his hands he doesn't seem like a very accurate passer to me I didn't I didn't think he was running the Alabama offense great as there's a, a lane for that 
Our guy, Tim Tebow, he opened up a lane for that. He did not have a pretty throwing ball at all. But I, mean, I, I, I would compare right him more coach, to like Justin Fields, maybe from if you, if, if you find if you find the right coach in the right system, like it works. And I think that's a testament also to Nick Saban is that he's a great coach. And he's he like they had to sit him and they got him back and everyone's focused. And now they snuck their way into the fucking playoffs as a college team and a coach that is the goal at the beginning of the year. Like, we just have to get to the playoffs, and then that is two games, and, and we're, 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 we're hoisting the, the trophy. Yeah. So, I mean, they, they had a it, big win over Jordan, man. Like, you can't deny that. That was a huge win for Alabama. We can talk briefly about some of these championship games from last week, but in my mind, the SEC championship was the best one. Like, it, you know, Alabama obviously beat Georgia 27-24. to Like I said, I don't think Milrow's great. We'll see how he performs in the college football playoff. I hope he plays well. I'm not fucking sold on it. I don't know what it is. Something about, like, I think his quotes. But, look, you just talked about your Super Bowl run, your backup quarterback. Yeah. I don't want to say his name. Like, he wasn't great, but he won games, bro. He was it, great. Like, that, what are you talking that, about? There will be no Nick Foles slander on this podcast while I'm part like, of it. <laughs> like, I'm bro, just the saying, ball that bro, he threw. It's in, not slander. Like, uh, it's not slander. I'm just saying, bro. Like, if he was great, he would have been the starter. Just keep it it real just keeping it real bro just keeping it real that's all i shorts like get in my car <laughs> drive up to shorts will slap you around a little bit bro i'm getting hot right now <laughs> i'm just saying like if you if you're gonna say it one way like like keep it keep it the same all the way around but i i, I hear what you're saying but my thing is even with people feeling the same way you feel that he's not or he doesn't throw a pretty ball like he's not the most accurate quarterback he still finds a way to win, and now he has a chance to to, to get a championship. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes. But I think like one thing I want to talk about really quickly is in the Big Ten championship game, the Michigan. Like, first of all, <laughs> dude, Iowa can't fucking <laughs> score, so I don't know why you're banging the Hawkeye <laughs> drum here. They didn't score a single fucking point. But uh, I thought that they actually had a really good effort. I love that clip. I don't know if you saw this clip that went viral of the kid who ended up. He was a gunner on, like, fucking punt or whatever. Ended up hawking this guy all the way down the field and making a tackle on the five-yard line. Like, I kind of do love that shit. Listen, you see what I'm saying? It's other aspects of the game. Yo, college football just highlights fucking high-scoring games, no defense. Let Iowa be the martyr for defense, defense and special teams. Like you just said, bro, we like to see that type of shit. And if Iowa's the only school producing it and they're being decent enough to make the Big Ten championship game and to make and to win all these games... Give them a chance, bro. Like, I, that's all I'm saying. And just like you said, like, you're trying to hold back. You as a football player, you like that shit, bro. We, we I like, like that. I just don't think I like was good enough plays. to be in a 12-man college football playoff if it was a 12-man format. That's all I'm saying. Dude, we need to stop. Like, <laughs> let's really all just collectively agree to not watch any more Iowa football. But look, but look, if you want to keep it real, bro, like in a 12-man format, you really, you're, you're thinking – the, the 10, 11, 12 spot are going to get blown out anyway. If real, realistically, realistically, if you're lining it up right, so why does it really matter? Why not have a metric that, yo, if you're in the Big Ten championship, probably the one and two should make it. Like, I, I, like that, that's my thing. They, they need to make a, a more, de like, definitive, like, situation or this is always, it's always going to be, like, back and forth like this. It's a pretty compelling slate. 
All right, the top four of these games will be fun to watch. I mean, it, that's basically what it boils down to. Number two, Washington versus number three, Texas. You know what I mean? That's going to be fucking fun to watch. Penix is a good player. He looked like Washington looked really good in the Pac-12 championship. You know what I mean? Like, also, Texas in the Big 12 championship, Texas was fucking balling. They put up 49 points yep. on Oklahoma State. Quinn Ewers, 35 for 46, 452 yards, four touchdowns, and an interception. That is likely going to be a more fun football game. Uh, you know, to watch. We got to see. There's a potential for an Alabama-Texas rematch, which is also compelling, um, considering that Texas beat Alabama earlier this season. And then I'm actually really excited about the Michigan versus Alabama game. I think those are two very physical football teams. I think that's going to be a little bit of a fucking dogfight, uh, and I'm excited to watch that. So I think those are two very storied, you know, uh, football programs that are kind of modeled in similar ways that'll be a fun matchup. But Grab your tinfoil hat and bear with me here because there's some interesting conspiracies and I've been going down the rabbit hole, bro. I cannot be silenced by ESPN and the big media. Vegas doesn't want this information getting out. So hear me out. This is not confirmed, by the way, but I, I know that it's true because my gut tells me so. But anyway, people believe that there's collusion between ESPN and the committee about FSU not getting in. Basically what happens is ESPN broadcasts these rankings, and so they get the rankings before anyone else. Okay, you got me? So ESPN has an interest in promoting SEC teams facts because they have exclusive TV deals in the SEC. Mm. So like a team like Alabama, perhaps. ESPN mm. is a lot more interested in a team like Alabama getting in than, for example, a team like Florida State. And so the night before the rankings came out, ESPN's reporter Heather Dinich released a prediction. This was like right before the rankings come out <clears throat> and it had Michigan number one, Washington number two, Texas number three, and Alabama number four. Basically, I think they were trying to slow roll this and like kind of have Heather Dinich release it a little bit early so they could make sure that it was palatable, you know, for the American consumer and just kind of like just tease everybody with it. Foot in the door phenomenon, like get everybody mm. comfortable with this so that people I don't see. riot in the streets in Tallahassee when Florida State doesn't get in. Here's the other thing. You want to know what is kind of driving all this, in my opinion, facts? Money. The root of all evil, Vegas. Yes, and there's a lot of money in gambling, which we all know because we've all made so much money on the facts and King parlay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Vegas knew, all right? So Saturday night after the games, FSU was minus 600 to make the college football playoff. Bama was plus 180. Between Saturday night and Sunday morning, 10 minutes before the ESPN show, there was a fucking huge, huge swing. And Florida State and Bama both went minus 110 odds to make it. Nothing on the field happened, but all night ESPN's running nonstop coverage of 80% of their reporters predicting Alabama in and FSU out. What the fuck is up with that, Dr. Fax? The media is colluding with Vegas and as a result, Alabama Listen, is now in and Florida State is out. They fucking scripted this whole thing, man. We all know Vegas knows. Like, just by lines, you watch games, we all lose bets that nine, like nine and a half, and, uh, and they end up scoring ten points. Like, it always happens. They know. How do they and know? So, no. How? How do they do it? And it's easy to say they clearly are in someone's pocket. They have some type of listening devices. They have maybe, what, what private investigators. Dude, they're, they're listening to us right now, facts. <laughs> they, they probably have someone listening to all sports stuff. But I just feel like Vegas is that mystery that we always think about. And 
here's a perfect situation. Ten minutes before, you change the lines that much, that saved Vegas so much money. And it's just like they they follow the money and they know what's going on. And I would just – I would assume that someone in that committee is maybe – a brother, an uncle, a, a, a girlfriend, a side chick, or a, whatever it may be. Whatever side it chick. may That's be. That's a real conspiracy theory. I like that. Bro, I'm just saying it's, it, it could be a side dude. Like, you never know. It <laughs> oh, could be a side talking. acquaintance <laughs> that it's just that you never know who's listening. You never know who really cares about this stuff. And it just goes to show whoever they do have doing this stuff – they're spot on in their money because that's crazy 10 minutes before to, to change it. And it, it, it basically comes out what you predicted. And I think the, the funniest thing to me too, is like, they're, it's like really blatant too. Like, you know, they had all the helmets. This was before it was officially announced. They had all the helmets kind of in the backdrop of the ESPN studio with like number one, Michigan, like they had it all in, in Florida state was number five. So like they had it all beforehand, man. Like they knew. They orchestrated the whole thing, ESPN. But also what I think that a lot of people maybe aren't thinking about is they already worked out all these scenarios. They already made their mind up. Like, I think they had a board before this past weekend happened, and the board said FSU's not getting in, <laughs> basically. Yeah. And, and, and the conspiracy, it, it just rolls but the Vegas thing, Vegas knows. I don't yeah. know. No one knows how they do it. I know it. how they know. This is my theory. You want to hear it? <laughs> yep. Time travel. They got a time traveler. He came back. That's I how believe they know. It. It's like fucking back to the future, man. With the, with the sports betting book, that's what it is. If anyone is in cahoots already with aliens, it's the people in Vegas. It was them. And if they want to do the time travel, you know the aliens probably have the technology for it. So I think exactly. it's Vegas matched up with the aliens. That's how they're doing it. I think we've talked... A lot here about, you know, these teams that got left out of the fucking college football playoff. We've kind of beat that dead horse. <laughs> Why don't we move on a little bit? Uh, let's jump in. You ready, Facts? This is your time to shine, baby. Fast Facts. Why don't you run us through some viral moments, quick hitters, and everything in between from college football over the weekend. Here we go. This week on Fast Facts, we're going to start with quotes, quotes, quotes. We had a lot of quotes this weekend, and one of the top ones was by Michael Penix Jr., who quoted Geno Smith saying, they tried to write us off, but we ain't right back. How you like that, that sounds Bo? sounds like a Drake bar, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure someone will <laughs> try to put that in the bar. Next up, your favorite person <laughs> of all time, Bo, Jalen Milrow quotes Jalen Hurts. Keep the main thing the main thing. Before anyone had an opinion of me, I had a purpose already. I love it. Drop the mic. It's a good quote, man. It's so funny because Jalen Hurts <laughs> is like the most stone-faced, stoic dude of all time. Like not a lot of emotion out of him. And then he just rips out these quotes that are phenomenal. It's awesome. <laughs> Next up. <laughs> Donald Trump, he weighs in on the football committee saying Florida State was treated very badly by the committee. They become the first Power 5 team left out of the college football player. Really bad lobbying effort. Let's blame 
sanctimonious. He's talking about Ron, De- Ron DeSantis, bro. I don't know how fucking. First of all, the only person I dislike more than Jalen Milrow right now might be Donald Trump. Honestly, no! we don't need to like, get into yo. politics too much on this pod. I just think it's hilarious how Trump's pandering to p- potential voters in Florida by just shitting on it. marketing. Yeah, king. exactly. Marketing, marketing, king, Trump, Trump. He couldn't. He, he couldn't, couldn't resist. resist. It's brutal. <laughs> Next up, Mike Greenberg, ESPN, went off on a committee. You know what happened yesterday? Football became figure skating. I've seen this quote, and I'm not going to lie, Bo. Can you help me out with this? I don't really understand the correlation. I think what he's trying That's to say me. is, like, for figure skating, uh, the judging is all subjective. You know what I mean? So, like, you do your uh, little figure skating routine, and then you get, like, a score out of 10. 9.3. 9. Exactly. So that's kind of what I got out of that from Greeny. I think what he's saying is – you know, results don't matter. It's all perception based on, you know, judging with rules that no one is really that sure of. And I kind of, I mean, I think he's got a little bit of a point there. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up for me. Thanks for clearing that up. Next up, Missouri head coach Eli Drinkwitz on Ohio State matchup on live TV. He ends his Zoom call, says, hey guys, I got a quick phone call. Connor Stallion keeps beeping me right, beeping me in right here. I'm trying to get a few signals. I gotta go. <laughs> Making fun of Connor Stallions, the fact that they're playing Ohio State in the bowl game. I thought that was fucking hilarious, man. I like he did it with a little smile, and I, it was funny, man. Live TV, love that shit. Next up in fast facts, we have trophies. Trophies, and I think I think that we should lobby that <laughs> X WWE stars hand out trophies from now on in in these bowl games because Undertaker gives the MVP the Big 12 MVP award to Quinn Ewers which happens to be a belt and that is absolutely electric. Yeah. Did you see yeah, this? Yeah, it's fucking sweet, bro. The Undertaker fucking he rises. Give some belts, dude. These guys all need belts. We got the LSU is playing Wisconsin and Tampa. Tampa is kind of a home of WWE. Maybe we uh maybe we give out a fucking WWE belt after that game. I think that'd be fun. That is fire. More more belts, more belts. And next up, your favorite team, X Golf in Iowa. Before the Iowa Michigan game, they had a promotion where they gave fans free beers until Iowa scored. Iowa went on to get shut out 26 nothing. Rumor has it maybe we can still go and get a free beer. Yeah, fa- facts <laughs> in the king pot. Hey, we're all going to get together. We got until January 1st. <laughs> we can head on up to Iowa and get some free beer. It'll be fun. Good way to spend the holiday season, boys. I hope they have good lawyers and I hope they were specific in the in the details because what if they don't score against Tennessee? That's crazy. Yeah, I wouldn't be too surprised, facts. <laughs> And last up this week for Fast Facts, <laughs> Nick Saban's phone number gets leaked and FSU fans blow his phone up and call him every name in the book. How do you feel about um, phone numbers getting leaked? I might have to send Nick Saban a f- some fucking texts about Jalen Milrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I hate this for Nick Saban. I hate this so much because he hopefully he has a new number by now. Because if not, he seemed like he was leaning into it and picking up and hey, having fun. Something with tells it. me Nick and Saban's that, got a burner anyway. He'll be all right. <laughs> for sure. But if you had that number for a long time, that sucks to have have to change your number because someone's mad that they got into the, the final four, which maybe he had something to do with it, but realistically he didn't. So it's just a, a funny situation. All right, and next up, we have a special guest, Cameron Bright. 
Cam, you went three and two, three and two, bro. You must be, you must be the only better in the country to bet overs on every single Iowa game while they they're due. Bro, I can't it. wait for next year. <laughs> they're due. Can't wait to bet the over. Who are they playing the bowl game? Tennessee. Oh, that's over. <laughs> already getting the bets lined up. I love it. Cam, uh, not a lot of gambling to be done this week, but we have a couple. So what do you got for us? Uh, no, we, we got one. Bo, the computer's been working overdrive. Tough game to call. Army-Navy, both teams five and six. This one goes out to facts. We're betting the over. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Dude, it's 27, it. 27 and a half. The fight for America. For no other reason than, yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> you want to see yeah, it? Man. Well, I got another bet that I think you can make, Cam. You got a baby due. I believe the, the due date is December 7th. Shout out Pearl Harbor. It's December 6th, but I'm with you. Literally, me and my wife are with you every day. It's December 6th, <laughs> dude. We talked about it today. I know. I just want to get a Pearl Harbor reference in on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Shout, out Pearl Harbor. Shout out Pearl Harbor. <laughs> if the baby comes on December 7th, you got to name her like Arizona or something. You know? Pearl. Just, yeah, Pearl. Anyway, I uh, got a little distracted by my historical knowledge. Cam, I was wondering if you'd be willing to place a bet on the arrival of your child. What do we got? Oh, what yeah. Got? Well, who's giving me action? I got you. Okay. December 6th, we'll say noon. Oh over bro do you know how a child <laughs> having a child works you go into labor no. for like 24 hours december <laughs> like, we need, i gotta think of a better way to do this or you go into labor for three days like my girl just recently yeah. did Let's not just that to we're just gonna like have a child in the next like 12 hours i think she's nah, gonna pop chilling. it out <laughs> all right no nah, i do i'm gonna say before thursday 6 p.m okay yeah lovely yeah, I'm going to go Friday. I'm going right. to go Friday. Friday, yeah. Friday I'm night. I'm taking Thursday evening, 8.33 p.m. Did you just, like, squeeze me out of my bet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's kind of messed up, man. Bro, Price, was, Price is right style. Talked to Brooke this morning. <laughs> got all the insider info. I feel really good about Thursday at 8.33 p.m. All right. That sounds good. Yeah, tell Brooke. Make sure she knows. Yeah, I'll tell Brooke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, since we have Cam, my favorite segment, the NFL one-hitter segment, because we don't get to talk about NFL during our show. It's all college, 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 college football. But we all have our takes about NFL, and we all get to get one take. And my take this week, my one hit is going to my Jacksonville Jaguars. Where the fuck is your injury cart? Like, where is your injury card? Yo, it's already devastating seeing your franchise quarterback get his ankle stepped on by a 300-pound man. But on top of it, he has to hobble off the field un with his arms over two short-ass guys. Get taller guys to help him so he can get some pressure off that ankle. I, it just didn't look good. It was a sad situation. Jaguars, one of my teams I played for, and I, I call myself a Jaguar fan. So it was just devastating me just being like, wait, 
they're, they're not going to hobble like this all the way to the locker room. And then when that camera pans back to them walking through the locker room and he's still hobbling, I, I, I just, I didn't understand it. <laughs> I didn't understand it. So that, did you guys see that? Bro, the thing is, he literally walked off the field and it was like a mile long walk through the yeah. tunnels and they kept, the, they kept pan the camera and he still was walking. Like they do like two plays and they pan the, pan the camera back to him and he's still walking down that hallway. Let's fucking Terrible. piggyback right off the field. It's brutal. What's your one hit, Bo? I okay. I mean, I've talked about this a bunch. I went on a podcast, a Philly <laughs> podcast yesterday called Crossing Broad. I really can't get enough of this whole saga. Big Dom getting booted from the link, and then getting a standing ovation from basically everyone in the link as he's slowly walking to the tunnel. Just fucking Big Dom, man. I think that whole thing was incredible. I love Big Dom. I can't believe like I think it got a little blown out of proportion. His you know, dust up with Greenlaw or whatever on the sideline. Curious to see how the NFL reacts, but I, I really couldn't get it off of like the standing ovation he got on he got on the way out. It was awesome to me. For for our listeners, for context, Big Dom is the head of security for the Philadelphia Eagles, and he is most commonly seen walking right behind the Eagles head coach. And there was an altercation on the sideline Sunday afternoon yeah. football game, and um. Now he's all over the place. Easily the most famous um, head of security in the NFL now, right? I mean, yeah, dude. He's, he's a legend, <laughs> too. He's, like, I remember, like, he's a massive dude. So I was like, what's up, boo? Like, he's just super cool. He's unbelievable at his job, too. I love Big Dom. He's amazing. Cam. Taking us to uh, New Orleans Sunday. <laughs> Jameis Winston enters the game. First pass should have been picked off by two guys. Gets tipped <laughs> right to the receiver for a 30-yard gain. It was incredible. <laughs> Just no so matter great. what, it's good. It's going to be must watch. Also, from that game, did you guys see the sideline personnel guy? Oh my god! No. Don't we don't want Bro, to talk about? Did that. you You're see his leg? <laughs> oh my god! I, I can't this. believe you brought that up, <laughs> Bro. Bro, one of the most devastating injuries on a football field I've ever seen. This guy on the sideline. We were live streaming it, and when it happened, I was just like. I don't think I seen what I just seen. It looked like the TV glitched the way his oh, the way his legs looked. It was truly one of the worst injuries I've ever seen on a football field. This yeah. poor old man working the chains. Oh! Just thought, thoughts and prayers to that guy. Moving on to something a little more positive. We got a big Thursday night football game this week. I just hope you guys are ready. Marquee matchup: Steelers Patriots. Oh my Last... god, bro! Oh my god, bro! Oh my god, bro! <laughs> Oh my <laughs> fucking right, god, right. dude! Yeah, but the Saints what, tweeted out like, "What, what do they like, do? Just positive, What the fuck? Positive dude? news: like you didn't have any damage to any blood vessels. Like, oh yeah, basically, yeah. basically they basically they put this out a statement saying broken fibula. that yeah. he didn't have to get it amputated. That's basically all that saying. Like guys, Crazy, he didn't I have know. to cut his leg off. One of the worst injuries I've ever seen. Prayers, thoughts, and prayers for that man and his family because that is. That's gruesome just to see. Like, imagine like that being your your grandpa or your uncle or Seriously. your 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 family member that you know. Like, that's probably like their dream job. Like, like Football's extra a violent game. You know, it's just like you put you oh. put it on put it all on the line every week. Nah, the chain gang, man, <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Not for it that. is insane, bro. How many You're people are are literally <laughs> like feet away from like these incredible athletes flying like. Yeah, full speed into each other. Like oh. it's amazing. Like something like that doesn't happen more often. Seriously. Oh. Yeah, but, yeah I wish I wouldn't have looked that up, man. 
fuck. Sorry, sorry about that. You know, it's, yeah, but it's, sick Thursday night game, man. Can't wait to tune in. It's going to be awesome. Love the Patriots. Proud Patriots. Uh, you know, dude, the Patriots, Patriots are player. hilarious, man. They're so bad. It's honestly like their offense is horrible. <laughs> Bro, horrible. did you did you catch this, Cam, when they put out um, graphics to promote this game? So they good, had- Belichick. They had Belichick. Oh, they had no players, no star players that they put Belichick, bro. That all right, is all right, amazing. But like, <laughs> on the current Patriots team, who's healthy and like playing football? Who is oh, no. their player? Who's no, the guy? I, Who would you I, put? Juju. Dude. No. No, Zeke. Bro. That's Zeke? a stretch, but Zeke. Zeke plays. He's he's healthy and Trent people Brown. know Zeke. Zeke. Trent Brown. Trent Brown looks Oh, wait, facts. You know about this? Trent Brown's tattoo? Uh uh. Oh my God. Oh my God. Trent Brown is like six fucking eight. Huge guy. Huge arms. He's a massive tattoo. Fact. You got just look it up. It's him in a football helmet with two chicks like blowing him. And it's huge (laughs) on his arm. I can't believe you haven't seen this. I haven't. I'll have to look. I have to check it out. It's so good, dude. Okay, moving on. Guys, Christmas season. Fucking exciting stuff. We've done a little bit of cultural education on the pod before. Cam was privy to one of those last week. Basically, Dr. Fax shits on white people. It's really fun. (laughs) That's not what this is. (laughs) Basically, it occurred to me that the Christmas music that I listen to is probably very different than the Christmas music that Dr. Fax listens to. So we got a little cross-cultural education here. I'll start us off. I'm going to name off my top three Christmas songs. I'm kind of a purist when it comes to Christmas music. I like the classics. I like that nostalgia factor. So coming in, this is in no particular order. This is just my three favorites. Joy to the World, Nat King Cole. Absolute classic. That thing comes on. You hear the, Bro, the opening bars of that. That's, and aw- you just, that's awful. That's awful. That's baby. All right. Joy to the world. Moving on. White Christmas. Bing Crosby. Another absolute classic. Surprise, yeah. surprise. Good Good Something surprise, very surprise. growing up in Minnesota, <laughs> you get a white Christmas. It's really nice. All right. Surprise, surprise. Super That's one of your there, favorite huh? favorite yeah. songs. White Christmas. Yes. <laughs> I've been dreaming of a white Christmas, Dr. Fax. Uh, and then finally, I'll be home for Christmas by the Carpenters. Another absolute classic. You love to hear it. That one will be on repeat this holiday season for me. Why don't we do a little uh, facts? You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, you're I'm up, ready. brother. Educate us. And I'm going first off with the Christmas songs of all Christmas songs, whether you like it or not. It goes to All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey. She's taken over the holidays every year. Christmas time is Such basically... Bro, it's, it's not a bad. It's the it's the best song. Like whether you guys like it or not, it's the song we all hear. Like go, that's going retail. Into that's every retail year. Music. That's shopping. it doesn't matter. Just, yeah, it doesn't I, I matter. That, like, it doesn't matter. You that's JC Penney's music. Check, yeah. check the you stats. You walk into Target, you just hear that song. Yeah. Check the stats. I know. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Next up, we have. DMX's rendition of Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> Absolutely fire. Absolutely fuck, fire. <laughs> Yo, if, oh my God. You haven't heard it, Bo? No. Oh never. my God. Have you, have you heard uh, DMX uh, reading Rainbow? <laughs> <laughs> no. I'll put that one on. Oh next. my God. Yeah, you got to <laughs> Absolutely fire. It's a finish off my list. I'm going with Christmas rapping. Curtis Blow, because the beat 
of this song is iconic and it's used over and over and time again. But those are my top three Christmas songs. Is it my turn? All right. Number one, without a doubt, the Christmas song. Chestnuts roasting around open fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bro, number one. Yeah. Just like cozy, feels good. That's a... That is a banger. What what rendition do you like, Cam? The OG. <laughs> Nat King Cole? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Great. Love it. The best. Shit. Yeah. The best. I'm gonna, you know what? Another song. It's not really a Christmas song, but it's a holiday song. All Lang Sin. New Year's Eve song. Wow. I've never heard that. <laughs> Bro, yes, you know that song. Everyone knows that song. What words are you saying right now? Facts, you ever heard that one? Shocking. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that song in a movie. <laughs> like, I feel like changing yeah, scenes. for sure. <laughs> like, maybe, but... Uh, and that's that literally is my list, dude. It's all about the Christmas song, Chestnuts <laughs> Rose on Open Fire. The GOAT. I mean, it doesn't. It truly doesn't get much better than that, yeah. It doesn't. There are some other good ones. I've been kind of listening to some Michael Buble Christmas lately. You know what? You know what's actually Don't good about that it. Brooke listens to? Justin Bieber Christmas. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. JB popped out It's good. Yeah, it's Shout good. Out to Bieber. Shout out for Biebs. I like Joy to the World. That almost made it in the cut. Oh, bro, yeah, no, Joy to the World. First Noel, always good. Yeah. Short list, yeah. honorable mention. Rock, rock um, around the Christmas tree. Christmas in what's, Hollis. What's the run, one? Run DMC. Um, bro, <laughs> the guy from the Beatles, the worst Christmas song. Uh, oh, I know you're talking simply about. Simply having a wonderful Christmas song. Simply having wonderful Christmas time. Yeah. <laughs> that could be the worst song ever. That, that's a horrible song. Max, I thought you were going to do the one song. like, What's the one that's in all the like Black Christmas movies, like in the trailer? You know what I'm talking about? Anybody? What's a Black Christmas movie? You, you know when you see it. <laughs> Wait, are there black christmas movies that i just don't know about yeah exactly i'm very i'm very intrigued on what black christmas movies you have seen bo and what they are let me do two minutes of research before i get canceled by dr fax <laughs> i mean like i don't know this like outright, but I bet good money that Tyler Perry has some Christmas movies out there. <laughs> oh, Tyler Perry has a bunch. I'm actually not a Tyler Perry fan. No, there's one movie that I'm thinking of in specific. Like, fuck, what is it? Anyway, we should just move on from this, frankly. Like, this is Home Alone. I feel like, I'm kind <laughs> of well, thinking think my we should. Oh, no, no, Bo, 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 come on. Think of one. Um, working on it, dude. Holiday in Harlem. Facts. Have there's you literally a movie it? called Black Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Facts love that one. Facts, have you ever seen It's a Wonderful Life? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What, what is, is it about? This movie? I need to find this. Black and the, white from like the forties. No, the only Christmas movie I watch uh, is Home Alone. It's Home Alone, bro. Okay. That's it. Right. I mean Home Alone is the best Christmas movie, in my opinion. Hands but uh, actually Hands. Home Alone 2 lost in New York. I'm sorry. Cam, it's always great having you. Maybe your one bet. You can go perfect this week? Yeah, over. Yep. Over. So we're all betting points this week. Cam Rock will have a week. perfect perfect and, slate. And the baby bet. And the baby bet. So we are wishing you a happy, healthy delivery to your Thank baby, you, to your wife. And we'll be excited to see you next week. Yes, sir. Bowl season coming up. Hell yeah. <laughs>